Advance your spa career with management training from the University of California. Earn a professional certificate online in just six months. Visit ce.uci.edu forward slash spa training. Welcome to SpaCast by Spa and Wellness Mexicaribe. I'm Sarah Jones, and I'm here today talking with Darlene Fisk and Kim Marshall, co-founders of Swell Public Relations. Darlene has more than 20 years of experience in marketing, branding, and media relations. She is passionate about wellness. She spent her early years learning the ropes at one of the world's most acclaimed destination spas, Lake Austin Spa Resort. Respected by the country's top media professionals, her clients have enjoyed enormous exposure and she has been referred to as the unicorn PR gal by the press. Kim Marshall began her career as a journalist and then moved to the travel and hospitality industry to launch two of the most acclaimed resorts in the history of Hawaii. She founded the Marshall Plan in 1995 and became the first PR firm to specialize in spas. She has worked with brands and destinations from Bellagio to Waldorf Astoria, from Turkey to Tahiti. Kim has spoken at international conferences and in the media on wellness marketing, consulted for Fortune 500 companies, served on the boards of iSpa and the Green Spa Network, and is a global wellness day ambassador and advisor to the Global Wellness Institute. Welcome, Darlene and Kim. Darlene, how are you today? I am great, Sarah. Thank you for having us on the call today. Thanks for being here. Kim, how are you? I'm doing well. Uh, wonders of modern technology. We're all here together. Okay, so tell us, what kind of wellness offerings should resort spas offer and why? Over to you, Darlene. As you mentioned when you introduced me, I started my career at a destination spa. So it's very easy for them to incorporate wellness offerings in their day-to-day program for their guests. There's healthy food, there are fitness classes and activities, there's an educational component, there is a a spa with innovative and healing therapies of all kinds. It's really already packaged into one thing. So more and more these days, resorts and hotels are asking how they can fit into the wellness puzzle and how they can get a piece of that of those consumers who are looking to have a healthy vacation, which is a very fast growing market. So one of the things that I advise my clients on, and many of them have come to me and want to start a wellness program. And so when we look at that, I always want to advise them to say, or to do something that really makes sense with their location and their destination. For example, you wouldn't do a forest bathing experience in the urban jungle, you know, somewhere in downtown Los Angeles. You really have to look at your surroundings and what you have and what fits into your brand. For instance, the Beach Club at Charleston Harbor Resort and Marina, it sits on the water. They have a great kids club called the Mini Mariners. And they do a lot of things in the camp that have to do with nature and the outdoors and Every evening in the summer, they set an intention on a seashell and toss it over the bridge or the pier into the water. So they're learning you know, how rituals are important in their lives and uh, the power of thought. So when they wanted to do something wellness-oriented, we had an idea, and it came from actually the Global Wellness Summit last year. I sat next to Louis Schwartzberg, and we started talking about his films. And the Beach Club, the hotel, has a private in-house 
movie theater that seats 30. So we thought, well, wouldn't it be great if we could show these movies that are nature-based, they're time-lapse videos of nature. We thought, wouldn't it be great at the end of the day, if, of a busy Saturday, if the kids were able to wind down with like a mindful movie and watch Louis Schwartzberg films. So we did it. We started this on Global Wellness Day on June 9th. We launched it this year. And every Saturday evening, we'll show a mindful movie by Louis Schwartzberg to children of all ages. Of course, anybody can attend, but it's really now part of our new Wellness for Kids initiative. So I'd say, you know, look at your destination, your location, and who your guests are, and how you can most impact their stay in a way that also doesn't disrupt your operations. Brilliant. Thanks for that answer, Darlene. And over to Kim, what kind of wellness offerings should resort spas offer and why? Well, I am a huge proponent of water tied into treatments because let's face it, the word spa means solace per aqua or health by water. Everyone knows studies show that just sitting in hot bubbly water lowers, lowers the heart rate, you know, helps with blood pressure, all of it. So we need a way to prep busy travelers, stressed out visitors before they go into the massage room, before they have a facial. You you just can't shut the door, take your clothes off, lay down and relax. So the water unwinding is a wonderful thing to do, even if it's just a jacuzzi and a steam room. But, you know, I worked at the Grand Wailea where they actually have a water therapy circuit. Often uh, hotels don't have a bonafide spa per se, but they want to do wellness things in the room. So even having a sort of bath salts amenity or with one of our hotels in Los Angeles called the Orlando, we're doing an in-room wellness package that includes, um, I don't know if you've ever seen the rad roller kit, but it's a way to self massage and to release tension after a workout, after travel. And then they even have headsets so that you can listen to the resort's playlist for healthy sleep. So you can get really creative about these things. And you know, the statistics show that travelers demand wellness more. So even if you don't have a huge spa in your place, maybe you can turn the hotel room into a a sort of wellness retreat. Excellent. Thanks, Kim. Some really useful advice there on things that many resorts can take advantage of. How can day spas capitalize on the trend of wellness and What can they do to incorporate it into their offering? Darlene. First of all, talk about it. There's this great new free marketing vehicle called social media. It really is such a great way to celebrate and educate and talk to your customer about what is wellness. How can you add components of wellness into your life, not just coming into the day spa, but also how do you take it home? So you come to the spa, you have this great experience, but you also need to be following them uh, when they return home and always giving them content about, you know, it could be a healthy recipe or it could be a DIY exfoliation that you can do in the shower or, and then to get exposure on all of that, there are so many hashtags and celebrations and ways to get in front of even more consumers and expand your, your reach. Wellness Wednesday is one. Every spa should be doing something tied to Wellness Wednesday on Wednesdays. Also, Global Wellness Day is a great opportunity to share what your, what your location is doing on June 9th and every day of the year. 
Wellness Weekends is happening in September. And there's even a whole month dedicated to wellness in August, uh, which is a new initiative that Swell Public Relations has been working on. It's a whole month that's dedicated to getting people outside of their comfort zone and to try something new, uh, whether it be going for a walk in your park or trying that new juice bar down the street or taking a Pilates class for the first time or maybe even trying you know, a different spa treatment at your favorite day spa, something besides the massage or facial that you always get, really kind of encouraging more participation and, and getting people excited about it. Excellent, thanks. Yes, I love seeing the increase in wellness events. So now we've got Global Wellness Day, World Wellness Weekend, and Wellness <laughs> Month. <laughs> it's excellent. Kim, what would you say day spas can do to capitalize on the wellness trend? Well, I love a good day spa. I am telling you, those owners work so hard. It's not like they have the support of an attached hotel. So I was really happy to work with one up in Campbell, California. And they actually have a community room. It's called In, in Touch Day No, sorry, Touch to Heal Day Spa. So they have a community room and they offer classes for the community, everything from pet massage to laughing yoga. And I thought, you know, that's a lovely thing to do. Nighttime lectures. A really hot topic that never ends is healthy relationships, whether it's with your mother, your spouse, your best friend. Even nowadays, a big trend is CBD oil and CBD. Being a resource for the community is so important. And the smart thing for a day spa owner is when you give these presentations, make sure they're not too commercial, but you can also sell products from the event in your retail area. Good advice. Thanks, Kim. How can these services improve spa capture rate, retention, and the bottom line? Darlene? That's the ultimate question, isn't it? It's, people want to see results. Owners want to see results and, and also provide good service and quality treatments for their customers. So the publicist side of me will tell you that offering some innovative and interesting out-of-the-box spa treatments gives you a great press hook. Uh, it gives your spa something that the media can write about Everyone, no one's going to write about, you know, another yada yada massage. They, they won't, but they will write about a symphonic water treatment done on a Garini Libra table with light and sound therapy. The visual for that is magnificent. And have you ever even heard of anything like that? So when you've got really unique services that you can, you know, push out to the press and to your consumers it makes them pay attention. They might try something new. They might come in for an additional service in between their monthly massages if you've got something that really hooks them. Uh, so it gets more people in the door and sets you up as a leader in technology and also is offering the latest cutting-edge services because I think people want to go to spas that, that, that know what they're doing, that know their place in the marketplace and that are selecting the best quality products and they want to go to someone that they can trust. So I'd say that you know, offering some unique services is a great way to build more business and um, contribute to the bottom line. Absolutely. Yes. And you mentioned trust, which is very important. Kim, anything to add on how these services can improve capture rate retention and bottom line? Well, let's face it. 
there's a lot of competition, especially in the day spa area and even the resort spa, because in the U.S. especially, there's places like Massage Envy. In L.A., there's nine massage places where you can get $47 massages. And there's Face House where you sit in a chair and get a, a facial for $50. So this is competition if all you're looking for is price. So instead, the smart spa has to be a place that draws people for the experience, the ambience, the education, and the sense of community. So you really want to be the cheers of the neighborhood, you know, the wellness cheers. Because if you're not, they'll go get, go get this quick in and out maintenance service somewhere cheaper. So you really need to be known as the wellness resource in the community. And the more you can have that social media conversation, and the more your e-blasts are informative and help them understand how to do their life better, then they look to you as a resource. Things like participating, strategic alliances, participating in these special events like Global Wellness Day and Wellness Month, you know, it pulls back the curtain and maybe gives incentive, offer a cheaper rate just to get people to try something new. Excellent. Thanks, Kim. Yes, I love what you said about spas being a central hub for their community. I think that's so important and a great strategy for day spas. So massage has long been the most popular treatment of choice in spas. It's also the most profitable. So why should spas encourage guests to spend money elsewhere? I'm going to go to you, Kim, first. Well, I will tell you that now is the prime time to try something new. I cannot believe the little wellness businesses that are popping up in any town USA, like float tank studios, cryotherapy shops. It's sort of crazy that now IV places, you know, places to get IV infusion. But if you only get massage, if you only sell massage and that's where it stays, it's going to be like a filling station. It won't be a soul connection normally. By widening their vocabulary of wellness options and showing them how good they can really feel, you're doing your clients a favor. I just think we need to keep the wellness conversation expanding. Perfect. Thanks, Kim. Anything to add there, Darlene? Sure. I totally agree with everything that Kim said because being well is really more than just about getting a massage. For instance, some guests might not know that certain aromatherapy oils can lull you to sleep or revive you or that an underwater myofascial massage can help alleviate pain in your back and your joints, or that getting a facial is sometimes almost as good as getting Botox. Spa treatments really can provide results to, to real health and beauty concerns. If people stick with just massages, they're missing out on a world of really beneficial experiences that can help enhance their health. Absolutely, yes. Okay, so how can these activities be marketed successfully in order to create an impact? Kim, what are your thoughts on this? You need to keep communicating, but you don't want to harass your clientele. Uh, we keep hearing, especially when our clients get a social media survey analysis done, over and over we hear that Instagram is the voice of choice today. But Something to remember is that social media is a conversation. It's all about engagement. It doesn't matter how often you post if no one's paying attention and no one's engaging. I would say keep that conversation going 
and see what works, asking questions, responding to what your, your guests might post in return. Also, another thing is if your guests are at your spa for a little while, maybe it's good to find a way to keep communicating with them while they're on property. I don't know if you've ever heard of Glen Ivy Hot Springs in Los Angeles, but it's like a resort with no hotel. There's many pools, there's a mud bath, but it's so much fun. It's such an event, but throughout the day, they will announce when there's available treatments open because, hey, you might be in the mood now to get a facial or to try a body scrub. So find a way that you can keep communicating in a useful way, not a nagging way. Excellent. Thanks, Kim. And Darlene, how can these activities be marketed successfully? What are your thoughts? You know, I think we're living in a very low trust world now with fake news and people question words and statements all the time. Well, why this? And is that really true? And why should I believe you? And everyone's just really um, suspicious. (laughs) And so what I would say is sell the benefits of something. So how does this spa treatment make you feel? What does it do for your skin? Explain this in the descriptions of your treatment menus. I don't see this done a lot. When you tell people how what it's going to do for them, I think you'll really get a lot more interaction and interest in some of those services. And at Lake Austin Spa Resort, they're uh, one of my clients. They're located on a beautiful body of water in Austin, Texas. And we have a water-based wellness program called Ripple Effects, where wellness meets the water. And so I talk about water and how it relates to wellness and there's science and research behind why being you know, near a body of water is good for you. And people are like, yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they don't really get it. Like They kind of glaze over. And then I continue on and I say, well, when you stand next to a moving body of water, your body can absorb the negative ions from that water, which helps alleviate depression and anxiety. And immediately, their eyes are like, I get it. You just told me what the water does for my body. And it's very clear, and it's very easy to picture. And so I think once you break it down for people, like, this is what the water can do for you. This is what, you know, a myofacial massage can do for you. Help people understand, like, how it can make them well. And that's done through great writing and through research. Because I'll say it doesn't come naturally. You know, this has taken Kim and I 20 plus years on each of us to really dive down deep into the wellness world and know what works and know what works for our clients and know what people respond to. You've got to tell a story. You've got to make it anecdotal and be very clear about how the products and modalities work for you. Definitely. The benefit of working with a great PR firm will will, uh, show those results. Okay, moving on to the rapid insight section. What is your favorite spa treatment? Darlene. My favorite spa treatment is a curry and scrub. And it was introduced to me by a good friend, Amy Lee Ball in New York. And let's just say it's not for the modest. You'll (laughs) enjoy the fabulous benefits of, you know, baby soft skin after you're done. So if you've not had one, I'll get one. Good advice. I remember fondly uh, a Korean body scrub at the Soju Spa just in uh, outside of New York recently. That's, yeah. Yeah. That That's a great place. great place. I initiated you. <laughs> yes, great you place. Yeah. Uh, Kim, what was what is your favorite spa treatment? Well, there's so many. It depends on the day and where I've just actually been lately. But 
above all, my very favorite treatment is Watsu. And I was in London, that's, this sounds fun, last week at the um, Akasha Spa across from Piccadilly Circus. It was the loudest place in London. You can't even believe outside. But once you went in the spa, it was this Zen sanctuary. Behind the lap pool was the Watsu pool. The practitioner was this magical healer who was just, you know, I was like a rag doll underwater, but it felt so good. And in the end, he did um, Tibetan bowls in the water. So the sound vibration is rippling out. And at one point I said to him, is that my heartbeat or yours? So now I have to say that Watsu is my favorite. (laughs) That's amazing. What a wonderful experience that was. Mm -hmm. So is it the treatment or was it the practitioner? It's both. It always is both, right? It can't be one without the other. They're intertwined. Agreed. What is your favorite quote or saying, Darlene? My favorite saying is slow and steady wins the race (laughs) from uh, the tortoise and the hare. We're all moving so quickly these days. Try to take time to make things good and learn how to have patience. Perfect. And Kim, what's your favorite quote or saying? I was so touched by the death of Anthony Bourdain, and I think what he did to open us to the world is so amazing. He always said that the journey changes you. It leaves a mark on your memory, on your heart, on your body, and hopefully you take something with you, and hopefully you take something good behind. So just those thoughts on travel touch me. Thank you. And tell me about one daily wellness ritual, Darlene. Well, I try to move every day. Uh, in some form or fashion, it, it, what started as training for a half marathon has turned into now a necessity for me to move in some form or fashion, whether it's a hike in the woods near my house or going to boot camp or going on a group run with my friends. I have to do something. I have to move my body every day. It's a great habit. And Kim? You know, I'll always hike with my dog. I always try to take my makeup off at night, use oil on my face, meditate in the shower. But the most important thing in my healing ritual really is when I hear my son say, I love you every time he ends a phone call. And of course, I think spooning with my husband at night, that's a way to really relax and keep your whole emotional, mental body well. Wonderful. Thank you. Courtesy of Cheryl Sandberg. Darlene, what would you do if you weren't afraid? I, I sort of have this thing for shoes. Some of you may know about that. <laughs> and so if, I, if there was one thing I could do, I would, I would move to Italy and become a shoe designer. Wow, amazing. Right. Yeah. And Kim, this question, courtesy of Oprah Winfrey, what do you know for sure? I know for sure that people have more in common than they don't, that travel can change the world, children are a blessing, that you get what you give, and that you have to make time for wellness. Some great advice there. Thank you so much, Darlene and Kim. This was a fun conversation. It was great. We're so tickled to be there and to tell the world about Swell PR. And we can help um, create your wellness story, can't we, Darlene? Yes. Thank you, Sarah, so much for having us. We really enjoyed it. Excellent. Thank you both. Signing off from SparCast by Spa and Wellness Mexicaribe. Thanks for listening. Advance your spa career with management training from the University of California. Earn a professional certificate online in just six months. Visit ce.uci.edu forward slash spa training.